Sin number one, I'm already out of time. If I grow my business, I'll be even busier. If you're like most contractors I know, you're running yourself ragged. You make it till the end of the day, only to collapse into bed for a few hours of sleep, and then get up and have to do it all over again, day after day. You're normally stressed, you're exhausted, your bank balance is nowhere where you'd like it to be. But when someone asks you if you'd like to grow your business, the first response out of your mouth is, no way, I don't even have time to handle the business I already have. So are you working hard or are you working smart? Because fortunately, there is a better way. You see, many contractors believe that in order to survive, they need to handle as much of the workload as they possibly can. What they fail to take into consideration is this simple fact. As a business owner, your time is worth infinitely more than you give yourself credit for. When you spend your time on administrative tasks, tasks that sap your energy, you're not saving money. You're flushing it down the drain. Not to mention your health, relationships, and your peace of mind. The solution is to recognize that business is a team sport. And if you are the smartest or the hardest working guy on your team, then your whole team is in trouble. So in order to understand what I'm saying, let's take a look at something called the cash flow quadrant. Now the cash flow quadrant is something that comes out of a book called Rich Dad Poor Dad, written by an author called Robert Kiyosaki. Uh, many of you actually might have actually read the book. But in this book, he talks about a fundamental fact in business. And that is that there are basically only four ways of making money in the world of business. And he calls these the cash flow quadrants. So in business, you can make money in one of these cash flow quadrants. And the important thing to understand is that not only do you make money in one of these four ways, but people in each of these quadrants actually have different mindsets. What that means is that they fundamentally think very differently from each other. So let's take a look at the first quadrant. The first quadrant or the first way you make money in the world of business is as an E, which stands for employee. So what's the mindset of people in the E quadrant or employees? Is that they want a safe, secure job with benefits and the security of having a steady paycheck. The mindset of people in the second quadrant, which is the S quadrant or the self-employed quadrant, is that they want to have control over their business and their life. You know, after all, that's why many of them quit their jobs and started their own business, because they did not want anybody telling them what to do. And their attitude is, I've got to do this on my own. Now, people who are either in the employee quadrant or the small business quadrant are basically slaves to the clock because they're trading time for dollars. Of the two, the self-employed is even more enslaved because at least an employee can clock out for the, at the end of the day and they're done. But small business owners are always on the clock. They are the engine and the machine. And if you take the S per, uh, quadrant person or the business owner out of that, the whole enterprise grinds to a halt. On the other side though, you have people who work basically on something called passive income. Passive income is whether money comes in, whether you work or not. So let's take a look at the third one, which is the investor, right? Which is an I for the investor. An investor makes money by making money work for them. And they put that into investments and they produce a predictable return. The final quadrant is called the B or the business owner quadrant. In this quadrant, people create passive income by building businesses, but businesses that are based on systems and then finding people, those employees we talked about earlier, to run those systems. Now for yourself, if you're not sure whether your contracting business is either in the S quadrant, which is self-employed, or the B quadrant, which is a business owner quadrant, then you should take this little test. 
which is that if a dump truck backed into you and you were in the hospital for 90 days, would there even be a business left to speak of when you come back? The point is, could you even take time off to fully recover? Now, if the answer is yes, then congratulations, you've got a real business. Now, if the answer is no, that really without you, the business couldn't function for an extended period of time, then you are still in the S quadrant, which is the small business quadrant. And not only are you probably operating under a considerable amount of unnecessary stress and strain, you're also putting your family and your livelihood at risk because all it would take is one unforeseen injury or one personal emergency and your entire income stream could be wiped out. Now, of course, if you find yourself in the S quadrant or the small business quadrant, you're not alone. The sad truth is that easily more than 80% of the contractors on this planet are in this quadrant themselves. So if you find yourself in the S quadrant, of course, the question is, how do I get out of this and get into the B quadrant? In order to do that, you have to understand a basic principle. And the principle is this, is to understand what your time is really worth. So let's say you want to take home $500,000 a year. Okay, so how much would you have to create in your business every hour so that you could take home $500,000 net? Well, I'll do the math for you. The answer is $856.27. And what this means is that your time is realistically worth $856 per hour. Now, most contractors have not thought along these lines. And in the S quadrant, it's almost impossible to do this. After all, there's only so much money that people will pay you per hour and it's nowhere near $856 an hour. Now, the only way to get there is then by leveraging other people's time and then creating systems that work with minimum involvement on your part. That means working much smarter than you are right now. Think of it this way. Do you think that you could find somebody to balance your books for less than $856 per hour? What about an administrative assistant or an office manager? Of course he could, right? And yet so many contractors hesitate to bring on employees at $15 to $20 an hour. Now, when you consume your time with administrative tasks, like creating invoices, doing paperwork at the end of the day, you're literally robbing yourself of income that you actually could be creating. The simple truth is that you will never have a truly B-quadrant business, a successful business, unless you get it and shift your mindset to recognize how much your time is really worth. So if time is the most crucial commodity in a business owner's life, then the question becomes, how do you get back your time? You know, how do you buy back time? So I understand you're probably concerned about the short-term costs associated with buying back time. So here's an easy five-step process that helps you make the transition quickly and affordably. So step number one, make a list of every task you regularly perform in your business. You know, the main ones that consume your time. This includes sales and marketing, maintenance, bookkeeping, accounting, administrative work, doing labor itself if that's what you're doing, etc. So once you've done that, step number two is to rate each task on the skill and enjoyability scale. What I mean by that is you take you know, your first skill, which is let's say accounting, or first task, which is accounting, and then rank it in terms of the skill required. Is it low, medium, or high? And then secondly, rank it with the enjoyability. How much do you enjoy it? You know, is the enjoyability low, medium, or high? So that's step number two. Step number three is to find quality people to outsource low-end work. So take the tasks at the low end of the skill and enjoyability scale and then hand them off to people ASAP. You cannot do this fast enough. Hire somebody in-house or find freelance administrative assistants or bookkeepers or maintenance workers who can take over the tasks that are sucking up your energy. 
one of the things you should realize now is that right now you're fighting for inches you know gaining back an hour here and an hour there but this strategy has a way of growing exponentially soon you will find yourself with more and more free time and energy to invest back in the tasks on the higher end of the scale step number four is to play to your strengths tasks that have a high skill and high enjoyability rating are your bread and butter these are your strengths so try to free up as much time as possible to devote to them as you do you'll find yourself more and more energized and excited about your business and number five supplement your weaknesses you know in the areas that have a high skill rating but low enjoyability for you it is time to bring in an expert somebody who can help you maybe this is an accountant or a marketing specialist or a business coach by working with people who have both the talent and the passion to help you make progress in these areas that you're currently struggling in, your business will grow much faster than you could ever do it alone. Now let's take a success story where someone applied these principles and it worked for them. Let's take Vince, who owned a carpet store and offered full installation. When I first met him, Vince was doing everything himself in order to save money. During the day he ran the store and then at night he went out into the field to perform as many installations as possible. Needless to say he arrived at the end of each week looking like a wrung out dish rag. Now of course there were several jobs each week he simply could, did not have the bandwidth to complete on his own. So he hired these out to other installers, he outsourced these or subcontracted them. And then we dug deeper, we broke the work down into demolition versus installation and found that demolition is a huge chunk of the workload and represents at least a third of each job. But it is unskilled enough that it simply does not require paying people $35 an hour. So we knew we could dramatically restructure his approach. So using just the money he had previously paid to professional installers, Vince hired an installation manager, someone who knew the ropes of the trade but was too old to kick the rug around anymore but could tell younger installers what to do. Then he found two $8 an hour, 18 and 19 year old guys to do the heavy lifting during the demolition process. So when the dust had cleared, Vince had bought back 25 to 30 hours per week and made more money per job than he had when he was handling some of the work himself and, and sending rest to the outsourced installers. This one change alone improved his business and gave him free time in his life. And the best part? When we first met with Vince about the possibility of coaching, he was as entrenched in the first sin as anyone. In fact, this is exactly what he told me. He said, I'm so busy now, how the hell am I going to find time for coaching? And how do I deal with any increased business? Did I mention I run my store all day and I install carpets at night? So I just smiled at him and I said, well, let's fast forward five years from now. If you keep running your business the way you are right now, where will you be? And his answer, dead. So I said, is that a winning strategy? Do you want to die? And of course he said, no. So okay, I said, so when would you like to fix this? And he said, I got to fix this now. I absolutely have to. And guess what? He did.